This is a Ticket to Work podcast. Ticket to Work is an initiative of National Disability Services. We believe every young person has the right to employment in their community. Our role is to ensure all young Australians with disability have the opportunity to exercise that right. What was your first job? What did you learn about yourself during that job? One of my first jobs was working as a kitchen hand in a children's play centre. Six months in, I learned that I didn't want a career working with preschool kids. Today, over 60% of secondary students have paid after-school employment. Getting that first job is a big step for young people on their path to adulthood. Unfortunately, most students with disability will miss out on this important step without extra support. I'm Amy Scott from Ticket to Work. Over the next 20 minutes, I'm going to delve into a project that found a way to provide support and helped more than 80 young people with disability land their first job. And we have a range of lessons that we have learnt along the way. I'm Kyle and I work at the Queenscliff Brewhouse. The best thing about my job is that I am learning life skills as well as I am getting paid for it. I enjoy it because it gets me out of the house. It's a lot more rewarding to have a job than not have a job and it is fun. The benefits of part-time work during secondary school are well known. It enhances confidence and self-esteem, provides financial literacy, expands social networks, increases independence, self-reliance and resilience and it builds the work-related skills necessary for finding employment when school finishes. While these are valuable benefits for any young person, we've found they are particularly valuable for young people with disabilities. This is Lisa and Gary, parents of Kyle, who was a participant in Ticket to Work. By Kyle having a job, it's actually given him a purpose. He feels like he's no different than all his mates at school that have jobs now. Like, they all talk about Hungry Jacks, McDonald's, or, you know, working at Coles and Supermarket. Well, he can go, well, I work at the brew house and I do this, this and this. So it's making him feel like he's no different than any other 18 and 19-year-old in year 11 or 12 that has a job. And why should he? Basically, why should he feel different? Um, yeah, just being having a job, being able to talk to his mates about it, it's been really great. Longitudinal studies have shown that after-school employment is a strong predictor of employment when school finishes up for young people with intellectual and other significant disabilities. Unfortunately, without extra support, Australian students with disability frequently struggle to get after-school jobs and miss out on the benefits of early employment. This puts them at further disadvantage in the labour market after leaving school. So let's go over how Ticket to Work went about providing that support. With funding from philanthropic and Victorian state government sources, we work to provide young people with disabilities opportunities to experience after-school work. This was achieved by using established Ticket to Work networks that fostered collaborative partnerships in local communities. Additionally, in partnership with La Trobe University, along the way we documented what worked and what didn't work. This is Sam, an employment coach. So Ticket to Work is an initiative that looks at supporting young people in their um, school-to-work transition um, with the focus on looking at employment. We used an action-learning approach to solve problems during the span of the project. This involved taking action and reflecting on the results as they arose rather than at the end of the project. This is Deb, Carl's manager at the Brew House. The Ticket to Work program just made it so easy. We start from 
a full disclosure, transparency. We all understand how it works. We all understand who needs what and what we're hoping to achieve and how we can support each other um, and what, what the support is that each of us needs. So in some ways is a lot simpler than cold interviewing. Overall, our Ticket to Work partners supported over 80 students with disability to get their first job. The jobs were as diverse as the young people themselves, from making donuts to admin support and social media, as well as working at Kmart stores. One decided to tread their own path and start a photography micro-business. Danny, a young woman from Geelong, got a job at a surf and skate store, which was right up her alley. Hi, my name is Danielle and I work at a surf and skate shop called Osmosis in Leopold. It's really fun to go and meet new people and it's fun to introduce yourself and just get out in the workplace and just, yeah, get good to get some money and then you can do whatever, but mostly to meet new people. One of the best things I learned is how to do a resume and what are the appropriate clothing to wear in the job, depending on what they want, they want you to do, and just learning new skills and learning... Are learning punctuality. We followed the young people in their after-school job journey and conducted two research evaluations. One examined the experience of parents, employers, school staff and employment support staff, and another by La Trobe University, which focused on the students' experiences. Along the way, we also documented the learnings and outcomes. We found collaboration between everyone involved is critical to getting and keeping the job. This includes the young person, their family, employment services, the school and the employer. Everyone surrounding the young person and the young person themselves played an essential role in achieving the desired outcome, an after-school job. I mean, you had your parents, myself as an employment consultant working for a disability employment service provider. So you had a whole range of people sitting around a table that were really focused on what was the best way for this young person to reach their goals, which is why I think Ticket to Work is quite successful because you've got many people working collaboratively um, around one person. Another clear finding was that it takes time. Taking the time to work out each individual's strengths and abilities in different settings. They took the time to consult with all involved and get them on board, with employers, schools and parents, as well as the young person, to make sure all supports were in place to make the job a good match and an ongoing success. One employment coach told us, the more you know about a person, the better you can focus on getting the right job match that works for both the student and the employer. It takes time, but if you put in the time, it works. Allowing enough time to effectively address student and employer needs was also important as it helped to build relationships and improved the chances for young people to develop roles beyond the initial support stage. Employment support organisations that committed this time to follow through with the process beyond getting the job achieved the best results for all involved, the students and the employers. This is Helen, an employment coach for EGF Solutions, a Ticket to Work partner. Hence why we sort of went, tried to get into something to do with surf skate, you know, that type of thing, you know, rather than putting her into a, you know, chemist or something. But we knew her, we were sort of always thinking a front, you know, just a stock refill, stock replenishment type of role. Um, hence why we went that sort of skate surf industry thing. I think the more you know about the person, the, the better, you know, you can sort of focus and try and place them. We also found that just the right amount of parental or carer support is key. Teachers, employment support staff and employers were reliant on parents to support their child to get an after-school job. 
it's important to support and work alongside parents and carers as their child gains more independence. Parents, teachers and other key figures in a young person's life have unique insight on experience, personality and specific needs that can really assist in the process of finding a job. Their support can make or break a job opportunity for a young person. This is Dot, Danny's grandmother and primary carer. I think the biggest thing that we have to do is give our kids the opportunity to do things and not be not let our own fear hinder their progress. And I think what stops most of our young people are really the parents not being willing enough to have that dignity of risk and, and have a go. There's no such thing as failure. There's try and then try again. It's us really, who hold our people back. I'd say give them every opportunity to mix with other people and just get that self-worth. The consensus was that parents need to provide the right amount of support. Kyle, especially the day he went for his interview, I met him and his mother. Um, we, they pulled up at the brew house outside. We had a good 15-minute talk. Um, mum would have liked to come in to the interview and I said this is now up to Kyle he's going to go in and meet with Deb and it's going to be an interview as such we walked back out and mum was you know how did you go how did you go and I thought he's got himself a job so you know even that process in itself was really good for him to have some independence because a lot of the time at that age mum wants to come into the interview and it's like no you know this is the real world now. Another important lesson is a flexible approach works best. Flexibility from the coach and employer was a feature we noticed in successful job placements. Before the student got the job, some of the networks arranged short work experiences at a couple of different employers to see what was a better match for both student and employer. Here's Lisa, Carl's mother again. We actually found out through Ticket to Work that he actually wanted to be a chef. Like, because he, he never really knew which way he wanted to go. He's like, I don't know what I want to do, what I don't want to do. We found that there were many direct and indirect benefits for employers, and the more that they got involved in the process, the better for all. The Latrobe University findings affirm the importance of working with managers and co-workers to ensure all young people receive appropriate types of support. The young people via their support team communicated the need for clear instructions about tasks and clarity about expectations others had of them. Various employers gave feedback about the direct benefits. They reported being able to recruit students who were enthusiastic, hard workers. They said that students were making positive contributions towards the operation of their businesses. This is Christy, Danny's manager at Osmosis, a skate and surf shop. We have her involved on all team levels. So she's interacting with clients. She also interacts with the team, of course. She plays a very important role in our VM merchandising. So she's always cleaning and tidying the store um, and leaving her section, as we call it, um, in better condition than what she has found it. Oh, she's amazing. She's super fun. She's got a great vibe about her. She's always pottering around the store singing a song, which just bleeds off onto the rest of the crew, so she, she's awesome to have around. Employers also spoke about the indirect benefits from employing a student with a disability. One manager spoke about being open to evaluating and improving her business overall. She saw improving the diversity of the business as a marketing approach, which in turn broadened her thinking about the diversity of her workforce. Another talked about how they diversified their recruitment. Here's Deb, Carl's manager from the brew house. 
So I started to look at ways in which we could improve our diversity, not strictly from employing, um, from an employment point of view, but from a business point of view in total. So, you know, we we have um, quite a great network down here. You know, I'd been to several um, seminars where people had been speaking about, you know, taking a good look at how to improve your general um, approachability as a business, you know, from your menus to your entrances, all the way through. The successful jobs for young people were achieved when there were good relationships with the employer, who really understood the benefits to their business, who were brought along for the ride and involved in the whole process. Lisa, Carl's mother, has a message for potential employers. Just because a person has a disability or is different, just give them a go because they want to work, they want it, they find the passion, they will show up, they've got the incentive and a lot of them have the parents backing and the school's backing, and just give them a go. Just give them a go and see how they go. We found that practicalities matter. It's not rocket science, but we found that they could often be overlooked and really make a big difference. Practicalities include how a young person would get to and from work. Would someone be able to drive them, or was that just not possible? Did they have a lot of extracurricular activities and so had limited availability for shifts? I've always wanted to get a job somewhere, somewhere close and somewhere... Like, easier somewhere, like, I know... I like how it's nice and close, so it's easy to get to. It's easy to get to by bus, if I need to, because it's in Leopold, so it's basically, yeah, pretty easy to get to, nice and close. Here's Helen talking about going over the practicalities. I went into the school, sat down with both him and Megan, and we went through, tell me about yourself, here's your resume, and lots and lots of questions. Where do you see yourself working? What would you like to do? How far would you like to travel? How are you going to get to work? What support have you got? I need to know as much as I can about them because it's no use me placing them in a job at the other side of Geelong and Oshivas. You know, I've got no transport. I catch public transport, but, um, you know, or mum and dad can't pick me up because they both work full time. So the more I know about their, you know, um, everything, you know, can you work weekends? Um all those sort of things, I think that's really important. So it's, it, it was a real sit down and question, you know, especially with Kyle, how you, if, if it, when we were sort of got wind of um, Queenscliff, A, how are you going to get there? How are you going to get picked up? Um, you know, what supports have you got in place? All of those sort of things. Yeah, I feel pretty proud of me, like myself and all the other people have helped me, like Megan and then Gordon P2E program. I feel pretty proud of myself getting a job. Yeah, most of my other friends, they don't go to school now because they've already finished school and they work. Yeah, pretty proud of myself for getting a job. And they have jobs of their own as well, so it's pretty good. The La Trobe University study suggests that the After School Jobs Project was successful from a number of different perspectives. Young people enjoyed their new experiences as it gave them a broad new range of knowledge and skills. They met new people got to try new things. It helped boost their confidence and expanded their worldview. Many felt challenged in the process, but challenged in a really important and positive way. They felt supported on the job through the challenges. One student said at first they didn't like working as it was scary, but after a while it really helped with their confidence and they ended up loving it. A lot talked about having money that they'd earned themselves was really great. One was proud to contribute to the family budget. Another bought a new skateboard and some clothes. One student told us they were just really happy about having a job and it made them feel like an adult. 
Having a job helped Manny to have a better understanding of what they wanted to do in the future, what they liked and what they didn't like. One student wanted to be a hairdresser for such a long time. She finally got the job as a hairdresser's assistant, but after a few months she realised that she just didn't like touching dirty hair. A very important realisation. Despite the job not being typically successful, it was successful for the student for other reasons. She had a couple more years of school and plenty of time to think about other things she might like to do. They talked about feeling supported through the process by their network and also on the job. Not all stayed in their job longer term and some lost their jobs due to the COVID-19 pandemic in 2020 and various lockdowns. COVID-19 and the hit to the labour market affected young people under 20 the hardest with the loss of jobs or reduction in hours. Still, many managed to keep their jobs through the pandemic. The long-term negative impacts on young people during economic downturns has been referred to as scarring. Scarring happens when there is a long-term negative impact on a worker due to an adverse experience early in their working life. To try and soften the blow of the COVID-19-related job losses, we were fortunate enough to have some additional funding from the Victorian government to support some of the young people who lost their jobs to get a new job. There is potential for young people to have support and get an after-school job by using their National Disability Insurance Scheme, the NDIS package. Our hope is that more young people are able to get the opportunity and support in this way. Our aim with the findings from the project, alongside the collaborative approach in the Ticket to Work model overall, is one of advocacy. We want policymakers to ensure higher participation rates of young people with disability in the labour market and that young people are supported to have their first after-school job, just like their peers. So there's a couple of things I want to leave you with today. The first is overall the project really demonstrated the significance and power of collaboration. It was the collaborative approach of the school, the employment support staff, the young person, their parents and finally the employers all working together that led to a successful after-school job for a young person. And finally that it's possible. We know that the number one indicator of post-school employment is having the opportunity and support early in life to experience work. And we hope that the 80 young people who we supported to have their first job will have a long and positive working life ahead of them. Together we can raise the bar and see all young people with disability have the opportunity to have their first job whilst at high school. We'll leave you with some comments from Dot, who's Danny's grandmother, and Lisa and Gary, who are Carl's parents. The Ticket to Work program for me, it started off, oh yes, it'd be nice to have a job. But it's been so much more than that. It's been connection with community, it's been organisation skills, it's been being brave enough to catch a bus. So much more than just getting a job and getting a little bit of pocket money. And I think the employers have gained so much from it as well. I think Kyle's future is really good now. I think um, he's found something that he's passionate about, he loves it. And there's all, there's so many opportunities out there for young chefs. And he loves it. Like, he comes and helps me and makes sure that I don't burn his tea. and Or he cooks himself because I don't cook it the way he likes it. And um, it's really good. It's just And it's given him a passion for finishing year 12 and then going, yep, we'll go and find a job. And, yeah, and knowing that he's going to be able to do something, not just sit at home. <laughs>